0: I'm life and business coach, Samantha Siffring, and this is the online business building mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. before we get into today's episode, I wanted to pop in and let you know that Design 2022 is open for registration right now. This is the ultimate annual planning event for all female business owners. And chances are, if you're hearing this, you've probably participated in a design before. And if you haven't, you are in for a major treat this training that i do is so good that my paying clients still sign up for it year after year so here's what we do i create a pop-up facebook group and send you a little bit of work a little bit of worksheets to do every day and then we all come together once a day for five days straight and I go live in this group for teaching and guiding you through that day's work and a lot of coaching. This is going to equip you with both your goal for 2022 and your very clear plan for how to create it. If you are somebody who has maybe tried goals and tried planning before and it hasn't really worked out for you, it is because you don't have the tools that I teach in this training. These are the things that are going to shift everything for you in your business and I have countless students who started with design, completely changed their relationship with goals and their business and then have continued on to work with me and made tons of money so I really encourage you to sign up for this free five-day event like I said it's completely free you have no reason not to sign up so go to 2022.samanthasiffering.com and register now this is happening from December 6th through 10th so it's coming up soon make sure you are there Hello everyone, I have four of my incredible clients on the podcast with me today and we're going to be talking about design and the impact that design had on their business, what things were like before, what things are like post design, kind of the journey that they have gone on and really selling you on coming to this event and why it can be really transformational For your business. So first up is Suzanne. Suzanne, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your business.
1: Hi, I'm Suzanne Dayton. I have a virtual executive assistant agency and we help coaches grow their businesses and amplify their voices. So it's really exciting and it's been a crazy year for me. Tell me
0: about the crazy year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually
0: start like last year. Tell us where you were last year.
1: So literally last year at this time, in this month, I had this idea that I wanted to start a virtual executive assistant business. And I was really specific in my mind about being an executive assistant versus a traditional VA. And I, at that point, you had actually closed your Facebook group. So I was like, Hmm, how do I like go about this? <laughs> like, Where do I really start? And I had just started like with some basics, like a website and a Facebook page. And I got a, one client and it was kind of ad hoc work and I didn't really know what I was doing. And then you rolled out design 2021. And I, I don't know if I got a Facebook ad or an email or what it was, but I was like, this is it. This is my sign. So I signed up. And like I said, I had one client, I had no pricing structure. I had no real idea of what I was going to be offering. Like I was doing some social media, but that was about it. And I did design 2021, which I think was the first week of December. And I like in the middle of the event was like signing up for mom to CEO. Cause I know I need this. So I did that. I think on Wednesday of the event or whatever the middle of it was. And then I just from that point, I signed two clients by the end of that month and kind of had a package together. I had a plan together for what my like goals were going to look like as far as numbers, because I didn't really have a plan before that. I didn't even know where to start because it all just felt so overwhelming of like, I know I want this business and this big goal, but how do I get there kind of deal? And so design 2021 at the time had really helped me map that out. And it was for me so great because I always would get caught up in the minor details of the how, but design really helped me build that big picture. And what I loved about it, I think the most, well, there are so many things, but one of the things I loved is that I come from a traditional business background. That was my education. And so, you know, you build a business plan and it's so detailed. And that was like, you never look at it again. Right. And so I knew I didn't want that. I wanted something that gave me an overarching plan that I could kind of evolve with as I went. And that's exactly what design did for me. So like it helped me set up my business and have this big picture idea of where I was going and then break it down to a small enough point where I was going to be like, okay, one client at a time. And this is the pace I need to do that. And then what is the one action I'm going to take to get that client like consistently And then I think I've mentioned this before, but we wrote a letter to ourselves and I was like reading, I'm maybe a little emotional right now because I was reading the letter right before we got on. And first of all, it blew my mind what the then self said to me as my future self. And it all came true 10 times what I thought. And so I went from having no business, basically, I mean, one client to now having a multiple six figure business and like scaling it in a literally a year. And that to me has just been mind blowing that I was able to do that and put that together. And I wrote, I don't know if you want me to read this now, but I was like, I need to read this to you. <laughs> so I, I, I want to hear it. Yeah. I wrote in here. I mean, a lot of great stuff, but one thing I wrote that I wanted to read was Samantha said something that week in December a year ago in our design 2021 class that really changed my entire outlook. Sorry. I'm a little emotional. Commitment is a calm knowing. I know that feeling in my relationship and I've always marveled at it. Like it was the one thing in my life, my relationship with my husband that was always calm. Like I just knew it existed. I knew it was going to happen. I never questioned it. Right. And so when I took that same thought and feeling and put it on my business, it just revolutionized my idea of what I could achieve in this past year. And I think it's really what's been such a core part of achieving what I've been able to achieve is that commitment of the calm knowing, right. And just being able to show up consistently and having those moments, but knowing that like, it's inevitable and that's, it's just going to happen, you know? And so, yeah, it was like, reading the letters back to myself, I'm like, oh my goodness, like I've changed in so many ways and it's so amazing. And I just love everything I'm building. And I really, truly, truly, truly feel like design was where it started for me. Yeah. Tell
0: me what you thought was possible for you at design a year ago. Like what, what was the goal that you had? What, what were you like kind of working with as far as the math?
1: Yeah. So that's a good question. So I was like, just trying to get to 5k months at that point. Well, first I was just trying to get to like $2,000. Like I wanted to pay that off and Mama to CEO. And then I really wanted to hit 5k months. And actually for me, once I realized that I needed 7k to leave, cause I had a job at the time, full-time job. I was like, that's my number to leave and feel really confident. But 5k is my number that I'm like, this is going to be a real business. And so for me, I was doing the math on 5k months. And at the time I was the first time we did it. And I don't know if you're going to do this again this year, but the first time we did it, I was like, Oh my God, I need so many clients. This is crazy. I like, why would I ever have a business like this? And then I was like, Oh, but I could up my rate. So then I did the math with like different rates. And um, I think my very first rate was like just a really basic social media package for $500 a month. And that actually was like, really, that felt really good. I sold that really easily. And so that built my confidence up. And then I, I think the math on that I did, I like, I know it's quick math for some people out there, but it was like, not it was a manageable number of clients at $500 a month. But then I was like, man, I could do a little bit more. And so then I was like, well, what about $750, $800, $1,000? And I started to play with it a couple months in. And yeah, and I just let it evolve as I evolved. And like my my confidence evolved really is what it was. Yeah. I think that that is
0: really the trick to it. I Like a lot of things that you said about the math, I think are really good, I know a lot of people have this situation when I have them do the math for their goal or for hundred K or that kind of thing. And they look at it and they're like, Oh my gosh, that's like way more clients than I could even serve or way more clients than I think I could even get. And like, that's the point, right? The point mm-hmm. is to see the offer you have is maybe not the offer that's going to get you to the goal that you have. And instead of being in the like short term, day-to-day, month-to-month, and wondering why am I never getting to 5K months or 100K, doing that math in advance, and either realizing I need to change my package right now, or realizing this package is like a short-term solution yeah. for me to build up my confidence in selling build-up testimonials, the client base, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and build me to that place where I can shift to the offer that's going to Hit the math for my goals. I think it is a really powerful thing to do. And I also love how you said, like, it's okay to work your way up in confidence. We don't have to, like, all start out with super high ticket packages or anything like that. And I think some people teach that, and I think it can really slow you down and shut you down trying to sell something that you don't have the confidence to match. So I love how you shared that.
1: Yeah, I think I really appreciated that you gave me permission to do that in design because you're right. Like I started with this big goal thinking, well, the only way to get there is to either offer this huge price point package that I don't really feel like I can fulfill yet. And then that was too much and overwhelming and just stopped me. And then where I did start was way too low and doing the math to like realize like, oh, that's not actually going to work out either. But just having the permission to know that where I started in design wasn't necessarily going to be my entire year. Like I wasn't making a decision for all of 2021. And if I had, that would have been fine too. But just giving myself permission to start there and having the compassion for myself that I would grow with it was awesome for me.
0: Yeah. So did you do the math for a particular revenue goal for the whole year?
1: Yeah, it was 100K. That was what okay. I wanted to hit. Yeah.
0: How much are you going to make this year?
1: I'm going to make in 2021 150K. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You How know? much are
0: you making next year?
1: 300 right now, maybe more, hopefully.
0: <laughs> I think it's definitely more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 300 with the current it. projections. Yeah, I know. It's so exciting. It's so, so good. All right. Is there anything else that you really wanted to share? It's really, I think, great to to write to your future self and tell yourself like, this is what you're going to accomplish, you know? Mm -hmm. Great to read it back. I agree.
0: I think that those are so powerful and then so fun, like powerful in the moment and then so fun later to go Mm -hmm. back and see, look at all the things I created. Like I didn't fully believe it or see it at that time, but I was willing to start exploring it. And I feel like that is the moment that everything shifts when you open yourself up to that.
1: Yeah, it does. Thank you.
0: Yeah. One more question. I'm Mm -hmm. curious what thoughts or advice you would offer to somebody else who's listening to this, who is where you were a year ago. Like maybe they've started something, maybe they just have one client. They have no idea how yeah. to go further than that
1: what would you say to them i would say to know that calm commitment is basically a decision you're making so at some point it's going to feel like it's out of your control but if you always come back to that commitment place in a calm way and it might not be immediately you might have to do some work to get there but if you can always come back to that and know that it's just one decision that you're going to make next. That's all. It it really can be that simple. I love it. Okay. Where can somebody
0: find you if they want to know more about you?
1: Yeah. They can go to levelupco.net or email me at Suzanne at levelupco.net. Thanks. Perfect. We'll link
0: it all up in the notes as well. All right, Chrissy, I am super excited to have you on. So there's some like context here. <laughs> I was working with an ads agency when I did design last year, and Chrissy was on that team and decided to come to design, but did not join Mama to CEO until the summer. So I want to like hear a little bit about that. Like, What did you think coming into design? Why
2: didn't you sign up? <laughs> Tell us all the things. All the things. Yeah. So coming into design last year, I was really looking at it more from a marketing perspective, right? Like what can I learn about Samantha and her offers and how she communicates and her audience that will be helpful for me to leverage as we continue doing more, you know, advertising and things like that. So I kind of came into it with a completely different mindset. I wasn't even thinking about me right or my business my whole thought process was going at it you know kind of like a fact finding mission instead of you know actually jumping in to the experience itself so but as I was you know in the group and watching the lives and hearing the things that you were saying and looking at the posts that people were making I'm like oh man this is like this is good stuff I should like do this so then I started, I went back to day one and I was like, all right, let's just, let's just do the whole thing. And so I did it and I started working through it and going through a lot of that content for me, I realized that I hadn't been actually listening to my, listening to myself, right? Cause I was working at that time for an agency for someone else. And so I was so focused on supporting them and their vision and their business that I didn't even stop to ask myself what I wanted. So design really started to plant that seed for me, which was really exciting. Yeah,
0: that is really cool. I love that it like infiltrated your brain. You came for a different reason and then you're like, wait a minute. (laughs) So then what was that journey like for you? Like seeing your own vision, making that transition and then deciding to go out on your own?
2: There's a lot to unpack there (laughs) (laughs) for so long. I think I second guessed my own abilities like, okay, cool. I can do this for someone else. I'm a great support person. I'm a great, you know, Robin to your Batman, but can I be my own Batman, you know, essentially. And it took me months of trying to unpack that in my brain. Lots of conversations with my husband before it kind of just smacked me in the face and was kind of like why couldn't I why can't I and there was a podcast episode that you have way it's a really early one I think where you kind of hashed out your your story how you you know were working for someone else and you're like you know what why not do this on my own and so that I hit that place in June and By the end of June, I had enrolled in Mama to CEO, and the rest is kind of history, right? I love it. So let's talk about the history.
0: What has happened (laughs) since you joined? Like, had you started your own thing? I think you started your own thing like right when you joined Mama to CEO, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I launched that whole business, my whole business in June, right around that time, like domain name, the website, all the things. And at that point, I was still working for the ads agency. And it took me a month or two before I realized, you know what, I don't need this anymore and I'm okay to remove this piece. But I went from zero to now at the time of this recording, we're, we're mid November and I've, this'll be my first 20 K month from, you know, what is that? July to November, which is a wild ride. Yeah, what do you think about that? You know, my husband asked me that same question like two days ago. And honestly, I haven't given myself the opportunity to process it because I'm so action-oriented and task-driven that I can push all of what feels like extraneous mindset, mumbo-jumbo to the side and just focus on the work that needs to get done. But when I sit back and I think about it, and I look at the revenue that I made in all of 2020 and compare that to where we are now, it's, it's mind-blowing. So into all of 2020, I brought in right around 30 grand. And at that point, I was pretty much strictly doing some agency work. And between July to now, I have brought in now close to 50 just in those few months. So I've more than doubled my income in a few months.
1: That's a so lot.
0: It's, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. That's an adjustment. That's so exciting though. I'm really happy for you. Did you like what were you anticipating happening this year? Like back in design when you were thinking about the question of like how much money do I want to make in 2021? What was your thought?
2: Honestly, I spent so much time thinking small that the goal that I had set for myself in design, I kind of looked back at it and I, and I laughed this morning when I was getting ready for the interview. Because back then I was like, you know, it would just, it would be so nice if I could replace the salary that I was making from my healthcare position before I left, you know, the traditional workforce, all of that. And even that was only 60 grand annually. Which for me felt like a lot of money, but it wasn't until I kind of had some shifts this year that I realized no, that it's not. And why can't I make more than that? Why can't it be easier than what it has been? And those were shifts that I didn't even realize that I needed to make mm-hmm. to kind of take the ceiling off myself. Yeah.
1: So
0: that's so good. I think a lot of times people listen to these podcast episodes and they're like, okay, you were like making a little bit of money and I you're making like so much money. But like how is this like some sketchy thing? <laughs> I think if like people aren't in it, then they don't really know like, what this even looks like. So I'd be curious your thoughts about like the how, like how have you done this?
2: Yeah. It's – really interesting to kind of think about, especially when I look at my work previously and my work now, because I assumed, right. And I think a lot of us have these assumptions that for me to make more money, I was going to have to work harder. And I was already showing up and serving and working incredibly hard in that agency position. So showing up more than that, right. Being more involved, doing more, working with more people felt like too much. But as I hopped in and, you know, I got started with Mama CEO, I started realizing I'm number one, I'm undervaluing myself and my expertise and my experience. Number two, I was probably over delivering, which isn't a bad thing. But as I started shifting and scaling and making more money, I realized, you know what, we've got to tighten this up. I've got to have some really clear boundaries because if I don't have these boundaries, I won't be able to grow. Yeah,
0: I think it's fantastic how you said that you thought you were going to have to work more. You thought you were going to have to work harder to make more money because I think that is the thing that everyone thinks. And so what you figured out was there's some things I can tighten up and shift here so that I can keep working the same amount, the same level, but be making way more. So that's super smart. I love that. I think people also want to know like the tangible what did you do? And I'm curious what you would say to that.
2: What did I do? So I think the very first step for me was looking at all of my experiences as a whole, right, in the online space and kind of piecing together what I actually liked doing versus what I'm really good at. And how do I mash those things together in a way that really let me show up as myself and do the things that I naturally enjoy doing. And so part of my story is years ago I started a blog because I feel like that's what everyone does, right? You start a blog oh, yeah. you think you're gonna <laughs> think you're gonna make a million dollars and then you know not too long after doing that I realized that I hated writing. so that's not gonna work. How can you be a blogger who doesn't write? And so I started shifting and realizing I'm really good at these technical and analytical pieces and strategy and all the techie stuff that nobody else really enjoys doing. And so that kind of found its way into Facebook ads and then from there into the services that I'm doing now. But I think really understanding who I am as a person, how I like to serve people and then what I like to do and finding packages that kind of put all of that together was really the biggest piece for me. And I stopped giving myself space and time to perseverate on decisions. I would just make a decision quickly and move forward. Whereas before I would kind of sit in this process of just spinning my wheels and what if and all of those things. And I would never actually do the things and you can't move forward without taking action.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that right there is the number one difference between my clients who grow very quickly and make a lot of money very quickly and the ones who are more of the slow builders. And there's nothing wrong with either one of these. Like I have been both at different times of my business, but I do notice this like fast decision making and then implementing the decision very quickly is just what leads to the kind of growth that you have seen and done. So it is not easy. I was telling the mastermind at the last event that we did that I feel like I have had to have like a stomach of steel sometimes. Like those quick decisions, quick implementation can be so scary. Like you said, like leaving this agency that maybe you felt like you were not making as much as you could or as you wanted to, but probably felt really secure
2: compared to your own business. Yeah. I mean, that's a hundred percent. I, I enjoy challenges and I love taking, you know, taking risks, but there's a part of all of us, right. That really enjoys safety and security and relationships. You know, I worked with a lot of really incredible people And so for me, it wasn't only just this piece of stepping out on my own and doing that scary thing, but then also this piece of, but I really like these people and I enjoy working with them and I enjoy the work that I do and the clients that I was serving, but it got to a point where I knew in my head that in in order to do the things that I wanted to do for me, we had, we had to part ways and that was hard. Yeah, for sure.
0: Tell me what your advice would be to somebody else who's listening to this, who is at that beginning phase, who maybe is wondering, like, how can I grow a big business? How can I be successful
2: with this? What would you say? The two biggest things that I come back to for myself, even now, stop overthinking and just put one foot in front of the other and do the dang thing. So many of us get caught up in these big picture visions and the what if scenarios and if this, then that, and none of it matters in the moment. You have to make the choice and then take the next step. And if you're willing to kind of do that, the rest will fall into place.
0: Love it. Thank you. Where can people find you? I'm sure a lot yeah. of people are gonna
2: want to hire you after hearing <laughs> this. Uh, you can find me online. I am at datadrivenrebel.com. And you know, I'm not sure that I mentioned this at the beginning, but it would probably be helpful to tell you guys what I do. Yeah, I, what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I help established business owners make data-driven and profit generating decisions so they can stop wasting time and money on marketing that doesn't work. So it's a little bit of advertising and marketing strategy, and but also a lot of analytics and tracking and numbers and how do we use data in a way that actually helps you make decisions faster.
0: Yes. And you know, me, I'm really big on organic marketing when people are just starting out. But for the people who are ready to be scaling, there is a point where I really think you need to start investing and what you said right there is everything i think so many people are out there just throwing money hoping it works and the data is so important you really have to be looking at that you have to be taking that very seriously it is something that you have to be measuring so i love that that's your focus strongly believe in that and I think, like I said, people are going to want to hire you hearing this. <laughs> Watch out.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, Sam. And and again, I, I've said this to you in, you know, our Facebook group that we have for Mama to CEO, but having the experience and working with you through that agency, if I had not been exposed to you and your message and who you serve and how you serve them, I don't think that I would have had the balls to make the moves that I've done in in the last year. So I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you.
0: Thanks so much, Chrissy. I have just been super excited. Every time I see an update from you, Brenna, my COO, and I just like get so giddy because obviously we worked with you and then saw this transition and like every report from you is more money made, more clients signed, and it just makes us really happy to see you thriving. So I'm so honored to be a part of it. All right. Maria, you, I think, were a part of Design 2020. Is that right?
3: Yes. So two years ago. Tell me about that. So for me, it was a big game changer. It made me realize that you were the coach for me and that I wanted to work with you. Like It was an absolute. I enjoyed mostly just really writing my big audacious goals down and wholeheartedly believing that I could accomplish them, even if it felt out of reach at the time. And similar to Suzanne, I picked up my, my letter that I wrote to myself and I literally, like I started crying because I've been in the thick of everything I've been doing lately and I haven't pushed pause to actually give myself gratitude and appreciation for everything that I have accomplished And just thinking about it now, I'm getting like a little, but, um, you know, like my goals were like, came definitely making six figures. Like that was like, I have to make that happen, making sure that I get my systems and everything set up for my business. Another one was, you know, launching an online course. (laughs) And I'm like, I've done all of these things. And, And to me, it's like, I was, I stepped into more of the CEO role Which you know, there's mama and then there's CEO and I'm like full head on into the CEO role. Like I want to scale this business, I want to grow it and I want to be serious about it every step of the way. So that was kind of, you know, writing it down when you write the goals down, it makes it real. Even that physical, like just doing it, right? It absolutely makes it real. And then holding yourself accountable to it, that's the other part too. So those are kind of the highlights right there.
0: Yeah. So tell me about what that accountability piece looks like, because I think a lot of people have this experience of coming up with a goal, feeling amazing. I think the human brain gets so many like rewards for setting goals. It feels so good in the moment. And then following through is a big challenge. So for a lot of people who come to me, they're hesitant to set goals again because they've had this experience. So tell me about the accountability piece.
3: So for me, like I mentioned, I had it written down and it was kind of like, I knew that I want to hit goal A, B, and C. And then I actually broke it down. Like in the design 2020, we broke it down and it was a matter of laying it down in more, you know fragmented pieces so that it's more attainable. It's easier. So I'm like, okay, it's, this is how much I have to hit every month. So what equals this every month? Okay. I need to get onto five to seven consult calls. I, how do I book five to seven consult? Like it was very systematic and I followed that regimen so that I can be consistent with it. And it actually works. Right. So like, you know, I know that what actually works for my marketing, like, you know, I know where I need to go to get those leads. I know what I need to do to get the, on those calls. So that system is down, down packed, and now it's just a matter of executing. And, you know, of course, there's no's in there, like, you know, just to make it real, of course, there's no's along the way. But it's funny, sometimes I'll get like a whole slew of no's, and then all of a sudden, I'll have back to back eight yeses. And that's amazing. Like, you know, that's what makes it worth it. Right. So just keep at it. I think that would be one of the things that I would tell myself is, you know, that this is work. That's proven there's facts here. You always mention go to your fat, what are the facts and what are your thoughts and go to the facts. And I know that that is something that has really helped me is just sticking to what's tried and true to get to accomplish the goal.
0: Yes. Tell me a little bit about Because you've done two designs now in a row. Tell me about where you were in your business in like 2019 and then what has the progression been like up until now?
3: So it has been really great. Like I've, I want to say more than doubled my income since I started. And I now feel like, you know, hitting 100K was my all-time goal, but now it's like, I know there's so much more that can happen. So where you start, you know, someone was mentioning too, like, you don't even know what the real goal should be because like, you know, everything is monopoly money at this point, right? So now it's how do I make it real? And now as I progress from my not as bold and audacious, it feels at the time goals to now where I'm at. And now I'm excited to do the next one because I signed up again for for 2022. I am so excited to do it because now I know that my goals can be even higher. So it's just kind of showed me the stepping ladder, like the steps I need to take to continue to get to where I want to get to.
0: Yeah. And I think it has shown you that you achieve the goals you set during that. that Yes. So then there's even more excitement and confidence going into the next edition of design, because, you know, even more than the first time, the things that I write down are actually happening and actually going to be real.
3: Yeah, that's, that's so true. Like I said, I, when I just read my letter and I'm reading it out loud and, you know, I'm launching my course, you know, the end of this month, I'm hitting hundred K it's already set in the books. I, you know, all of these goals that I set out for myself, putting the systems and strategies in place to create the automation. I did a lot of CEO work this, this year and I'm super proud of myself for accomplishing that. And now it's like, okay, now what's the next level? Like I'm excited on you know, what the next step looks like and I'm excited to actually go through it. And you know, one of the things design actually gives you is it grants you time and permission to sit there and be a CEO for your business. Whereas you're like, oh yeah, I'll get to it. I'll do, it. but like when you sign up for it, you be, you're all in and you're committed. You actually take that time that you normally would not take. So that's what one thing I would definitely say. It's a benefit to sign up for.
4: Yeah, we're
0: for sure gonna just take that clip and put it all over the internet. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> this is the most perfect commercial. <laughs> I agree, though. Like it is so easy to be stuck in that day-to-day in your business and not take the time to think big picture, especially for those of us like at the beginning of the business where you aren't seeing yourself as a CEO. You aren't seeing this as a business or a company or something that is going to be growing and scaling in the future. It's kind of just like, I'll take whatever I can get. This is my little thing. And of course, if that's the thought, you're not going to take time to Be the CEO and be planning like a CEO. So, I think you're so right that this is such a great opportunity to do that. And I think it's why it is so transformational for so many people because it really causes them to have that shift and to see their business and themselves in a different way. So, thank you for sharing that. That That's really.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's so true and the, and for myself too especially cuz like now when you're in the thick of it there's so many things that you're doing in your business and you're like neck deep in it and it's like okay, what can I do to actually just take a break and take a pause and you know really schedule some CEO time with myself and that's where that's where I'm excited to do it because you know with launching and all the things going all the plates in the air I know that this is something that I'm looking forward to and I've already booked it out. It's in my calendar. Like people can't make appointments with me. It's there. And I know this is the time that I need so that I can do the things I need in my business so I can scale and grow it. So great.
0: What advice would you give to people
3: who are just starting out? So when you're first starting out, you feel like you have to, you know, wear all the hats, every business owner wears a a billion hats, right? But I think the one hat that we don't put on enough is the CEO hat. And I would highly recommend that as you block your client work, as you block your social media work, as you block, you know, your marketing, block off the CEO time. I'm very adamant about that one because I know it's something that I failed to do early on. And that's the time where the magic happens. That's the time where the ideas grow. That's the time where, you know, you you blow your own mind when you read your letters back to yourself and how you accomplish all the goals, right? That's the advice I would wholeheartedly give.
0: I love it. And I was just realizing the three of you that I've talked to so far, none of you are coaches. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that there is kind of this narrative in the online business space that coaching is like the only way to make a lot of money or to have like a scalable business and and that kind of thing. And I'm always encouraging people to not believe that because I have clients who are super successful who aren't coaches. And I would, I think at least for the first three years of my business, my top revenue client was not a coach. So I'm curious your thoughts on That idea that like coaching is the way to make money, as somebody who's not a coach who makes a lot of money.
3: I I love that thought. And it's true. And I'll be honest and transparent. I thought that same thing. Like, I'm like, oh, well, they have a coach. They can scale. It's easy to scale. It's so easy to do. And there's so many formulas out there that you can replicate. Right. But like, as a brand strategist and branding designer who doesn't necessarily want to take the full agency model on there are other ways that you can scale and grow your business, right? So for me, it's really being you know, true to what I want to do and what I want to serve and the offers that I have and really owning that in the industry and being like a thought leader in regards to the, being a brand strategist and, and whole, you know, wholeheartedly into that realm of things. And then owning my value, owning my expertise and able to sell it at the price points that I do sell it at, because I know I'm over-delivering every time anyways, right? So it's building up that confidence. I can't say that you'll start from zero and be able to charge like 5, 10K for your packages right away. But every, every six months, every quarter, my confidence is growing further and further. The demand grows further and further. And that allows you to charge your worth and your value because you know the results you're getting for your clients. You know the transformations that are actually happening with those clients. And the, you know, the more polished your skills are, you know, I still take courses. I still learn. I, you know, There's lots of things that I continue to educate myself with. And all the value I can bring to the table, I will bring that to the table. So with that, and then plus, there's other things, all of your knowledge, can you make it more bite-sized for your audience? So that's like with the course that I'm launching at the end of this month. And I know that it's something that's very needed. And I know that a lot of business owners, especially starting out, could absolutely benefit from, and it's my tested approach. And I know that it's something that allows me to scale because now it's you know not the highest price point. It's a lower end item, but value packed and within. So there's a lot of ways to scale your business, even if you're not a coach.
0: Yeah. I love that so much. And something I've been thinking about a lot is, like you said, there's a lot of examples out there about scaling a coaching business and not as many examples out there about scaling other types of online service businesses. And I am just so excited for all of you who are on that path. I think you are the trailblazers in this. I think it is harder for you than it will be for the people who are gonna come after you. You are lighting the way, you are paving the road. And once you show people how it's done, they're going to be like, awesome, I'm going to do it that way. And, and there's going to be so much more belief in what's possible for people with other types of businesses the more of you that they see modeling it. So I want to give so much credit and acknowledgement to all of you who are doing that work. I think it's so valuable to other women who want to see what's possible.
3: Amazing, yeah i I agree. you are capable of much more than you think, and there are resources out there, and absolutely always have coaching in your corner <laughs> like it's you can do it alone, but just coaching propels your efforts so much quicker because they've already been there, they've seen it, they've done it, and they can just you know highlight and point out things right away because it's so hard for you to see when you're blinded in your, in your own business for you to see what's right in front of your face. Absolutely, definitely have the guide. To get you there for sure.
0: Yes. Is there anything else that you wanted to share today?
3: For me, I think it's just a matter of knowing what it is that fuels your passion, knowing what you are passionate about. Um, if you follow money, you can be successful. But when you follow passion, it's just leaps and bounds better um, because then you're just more into it. Your heart's into it. Your soul is into it. And you're committed to reaching those goals. So definitely follow passion. That would be my advice.
0: I love it. Where can people find you if they want to learn more?
3: Absolutely. So, yeah, so I'm a brand strategist, branding designer, and WordPress magic maker. You can find me on my website at www.platusicdesign.com or on Instagram at platusicdesign.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Jill. Hi. Tell us like, oh, all the things. So you were in design last year. So design yes. 2021, right? Tell me yes. about
4: that. So I've known you for a while and I'm pretty sure I sent you a DM like years ago that was like, I'm totally going to book a call. So just for everyone out there, like <laughs> they will book the call eventually. So um, true. years. <laughs> But yeah, I joined, I think I knew before joining design that I was going to join mom and a CEO, but obviously like I love planning and I wanted to see what was possible for my business. So it just like set the foundation for everything and allowed me to see like the math of it. And I think you coached me on one of the days on my plan and like really the theme that has been this year and my business in general working with you is make it simple. And so I think I like laid out my plan and you were like, that's a lot of things. And I was like, sure, that's fair. So
0: (laughs) I feel like I remember telling you that's a lot of things. I say it a lot, but that is like always, I think the thing to look at when the plan is too complicated.
4: Yeah. So I looked at my, my list from design 2021 and saw all these things like crossed out and was like just these ones just do these ones and it's really interesting because my story is so different from everyone else here and I am a coach and I've definitely made less than everyone here so that's just like more evidence of what you just said but it was that I did design 2021 and then I joined mom to CEO right after. And I was like all in and then my brain did what brains do. And I veered off the path and that has led to what this year has been. And I've come back to the path. I'm in the mastermind. I'm very happy. I know where I'm going. And so thinking about like looking back at my plan from last year is like, oh, I could have just done this and it would have it would have been way different. This year would have been way different. And I don't say that like feeling bad about it. It's like that is my lesson and it's so powerful and now I have so much evidence to help my clients in that way. But it's like just do do the things, go through the process and then like keep executing on them. Don't change the plan. Like don't do it.
0: Yeah, you decided the plan, just follow the plan. <laughs> yeah. It seems I, so simple. <laughs> yeah. I know that I have said this probably to all of you. You probably all heard me say it. Sometimes I think I just really insist on learning it the hard way so I can relate yeah. it
4: to your story. I've totally been there too. Yeah. And I did like, you know, I had little moments throughout the year of always coming back to like, just make it simple. She said, make it simple. You can just do that. And then I have a human brain and I do. I am. I have a rebel brain as well. So I just really love to be like, what if we just like. I don't know, made a fire here instead. Like, what if we just tried this?
0: I think for me, the rebel brain is the one that is always like, let's make it simple. Let's take away the thing that people think we need. Let's sure like, delete my Facebook group that has like 11,000 people in it. Let's just like blow things up. So I definitely get that. So I want you also, though, to give yourself some credit because you have definitely had growth in your business this year and lots of wins. So tell me about that.
4: Yeah, these lessons have had results from them. They've not just been like a struggle consistently. But yeah, I think I had restarted my business last year. I had opened it for the first time in 2016 and then closed it for a couple of years. So I've Uh, more than doubled my revenue this year which is great and just see that grow like it's I see that growing in a way that I didn't last year of like of course it's going to grow it's not just like I hope that it does so that's huge growth and I like all of these little side missions that I went off on like they're not enticing anymore like none of that is enticing I can like very clearly see why that's not useful and why the plan that I have is very useful. And I can see how I create clients. I can see like what I do for them. Like all of the really foundational things are there now. And that's been a huge part of my growth. And so now it's just like continuing with the simple plan and seeing all of the fruits of that labor.
0: I think that's so good. Like all the things that you have learned are all the things that are going to propel you forward. I, I feel very similar about my year this year. It's like, Oh, this is the year that like, I really figured out a lot of these pieces that are going to allow me to grow so much next year. And I think there's so much power in that. I also love how you said that it's not like hoping that it's going to grow you know, of course, it's going to grow. That was also a huge shift for me. Early on in my business, I had this moment of realizing it's not an if, it's a when. Yeah. And that is so powerful. Tell me a little bit more about that. Like what made that happen?
4: I mean, a lot of things. I think certainly like bringing myself back to my original plan, which was the Samantha pipeline of like design, mom CEO, the mastermind. And like your belief in me certainly helped me like believe it for myself of like, yes, of course this is possible. Like your consistency allowed me to be consistent as well. Like it was always something to come back to. Like you've never wavered in your belief in any of us. And so that's something that like, when I allow myself to believe it, which was the journey that I went on this year, then I'm allowed to believe it as well. Like I'm able to believe it as well of like that consistency is always there. Like knowing even just the consistency of design, it's that example of like, when you do something over and over, people start to pay attention and they listen and they get results. And like, this is how it works. Like the simple consistency is how you create the results. And I also realized like when I looked at design 2021 and I initially wanted to be frustrated that I wasn't as far as I thought I was going to be, but then I looked at it and I was like, but I can so clearly see why I'm not like, there's no doubt in my mind why this is why it, like how it is. And that is so powerful. Like I did, I just felt empowered by it. So I was like, oh, well now I just know what to do. So there's no problem here. I might not be where I am in this moment. That's just the timeline. Like I know how to do it now. It's not a problem.
0: Yeah, that's one of the big things that I teach in Mama to CEO is looking at not just the wins, but also the fails or like when we haven't created the result that we want and take all the responsibility for why, really figure out why. So if you have hit your goal, definitely figure out why so that you can know your process and replicate that. And if you haven't, look at why so that you know what to change instead of feeling like the results are out of your control. It goes on both sides. Like I have clients who create big results and they call it a fluke and they refuse to take responsibility. And then I have clients who aren't hitting the goal and don't take responsibility and feel like I just don't know how it's just not happening for me. And there's so much power. Like I think if that is, Even the only shift that somebody could ever learn from me, seeing how they have created their results and being able to learn from that and shift from that going forward, that will take them everywhere. It's so good. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And I think to really not just intellectualizing, but like believing and feeling it in my body, the idea of like what serves me right now, it's not always going to be the facts are the truth. It's going to be, what is the thought that's going to move me forward? And so when, you know, you look at the quote unquote fails and it's like, well, why did this happen? It's so easy to just be like, well, I don't know. I don't have the facts of why. And to challenge yourself to say, what if I did know, like, what do I think it would be? And then just trust that answer as like, that's enough. I might not see the facts of it. I don't need to, I can just trust that this is the answer and move forward with that lesson that I have.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think a lot of us are really trying to find like, what is the like objective truth? Like there's some like truth outside of me that I need to find that I need to know. And you really just don't. (laughs) I think like that's a myth. It's all about like the experience that we're having and the awareness we currently have. And of course, having a coach is so valuable because it helps you expand that awareness But yeah, what you said is so true. And I love like this thought about the facts, like you really get to determine what you want to believe, what you want to think, and why wouldn't you choose the thoughts to think that really support you and feel really good and have you showing up the way you want to.
4: Yeah. And this has really, of course, served me, but also I'm a coach for creatives and there's just... That, like That is the biggest challenge, I think, is like looking at the facts of society and the facts that people teach us about what it means to be a creative, what it means to be successful as a creative, all of these things. And it is such a valuable thing, especially for that realm of society to just be like, we can just lean into being creative about this and create our thoughts that create the reality that we want. And the facts are there and we can look at them anytime, but they're not always the most useful. Like what's going to get me where I want to go. I can just think in that way. It's okay. We're already doing that when we're creating things. So we can do that in other areas of our life.
0: It's so true. And I think that this is, this is like not even a point I thought I would ever make on this episode, but I love that it is coming to mind is that I really think that this is what it is to be a coach. And like this is the difference between your business and the other types of businesses. As a coach, you are living the thing that you're selling. The lessons that you're learning are in service to your clients. They are the things you're going to help your clients with. You are really the living embodiment of who your clients want to be and what your clients want when they work with you. And I think that makes having a coaching business have a whole other layer of, you know, you're not just deciding your offer and getting visible and getting out there and selling it and delivering. There's also this living in alignment with the result that you're selling, the product that you're selling and like being that. And that's like the whole extra growth of having a coaching business.
4: Totally. Yeah. There's such a difference even on my calls now of just like, I've gone through so much this year personally that bring whatever you have. I've got the answer. Like, got it. We're good. <laughs> Love it. So good. Yeah.
0: Are there any things that we didn't say or talk about that you
4: wanted to? Two things. One that I kind of mentioned, but I just really want to hone in on is if you have an idea that Samantha is your coach, just commit to that because- there's just no value in you say this but again like my brain loves to rebel just choose your coach and just keep going that direction because you don't want so many variables in your business like you don't want the variables just choose and commit to it and it will be the right choice you will get the results that you want so like just do that the other is that i've said this i said this when i applied for the mastermind and it's such a big part of your business and mom to CEO and design and the mastermind is belonging. And I just want to say that I am a dog mom. I am not a child mom. (laughs) And so, but that has never been something that has felt like I don't belong here. Belonging is a choice, but it also like this group that you have created in all the various aspects are, is so supportive. And there's like, there's no ego. Everyone has whatever like level of confidence that they have, but it's just like such a supportive group for growth. And it is a place where it is very easy to choose to belong. And so I just want to offer that to anybody listening, because I think that that's such like, that's just an added layer that you don't always get.
0: I love that. That is something that is so important to me to foster and facilitate. I think so many Women in particular have stories and baggage around groups of other women, and I think there's so much opportunity for growth in groups of women in how you see yourself and healing of female relationships and that kind of thing. So I love that you brought that and that that has been your experience here. Totally. Yeah. I hear your child, I think. (laughs) Your fur child.
4: (laughs) Who's barking at the moment, and thankfully you can't hear
0: love it okay so where can people find you if they want to know more
4: yeah i'm mostly on instagram at jillifred j-i-l-l-i-f-r-e-d i -I I have a website that's www.jillifred.com but mostly instagram you can find me there i have a podcast called why not it's for creatives yeah amazing Thank you.
0: Thank you all for joining me. I feel like you all had different angles and different experiences, and it was so incredible to hear it. I think it's really gonna serve everyone who listens. I am feeling very inspired and excited for design. I'm so excited to see all of you there as well. So thank you for your time and sharing your wisdom. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O dot com.